The labor movement continues to heat up as the Screen Actors Guild has joined the Writers Guild and gone on strike. What does that mean for Hollywood and the labor movement at large? Well, that's what we'll be discussing right here on The Left Wing. I'm John Cooper from Counterpoint Politics, joined by my co-host, Dr. Erica from Cocktails and Capitalism, and our special guest, Sadia Mirza. Let's get started. I want to start this conversation off with a clip from our second ever episode of this show when we discuss the writer's strike. It's the collective bargaining power and that those contracts are up in June. And if the yeah. studios don't get this together by June, I think it's June 10th, <laughs> then they are running the risk of the guilds coming together and striking, <laughs> which right now they can survive without the writers for, I mean, they did it in 2007. Yeah. Um, we all suffered for it. Um by having to watch The Celebrity Apprentice and eventually have Donald Trump as president. It's a crazy, <laughs> it's a crazy snowball effect. But like, hopefully this doesn't create the next Donald Trump, right? But like, oh God. If, like, like, as much as this like sucks with the ongoing labor movement in this country with more unions, you know, being certified than like any time in my life that I remember, yeah. this has the potential to be a, you know, a, game-changing moment, a, a tipping point in, in the labor movement, because if they really are that greedy and they let it get to that level where they're now negotiating all three contracts in the most public unions in the world, like the most visible unions in the entire world, I, I think there is reason to be hopeful is what I'm saying. Like this is a news story <laughs> that as much as it sucks, it makes me smile a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That was several months ago, and I can confirm that I have been smiling nonstop since this strike was announced. I, I truly believe that this is a seminal moment, not just in the labor movement we're currently experiencing, but in the context of American history at large. As I mentioned in that clip, the last time the writers went on strike, producers shoved the Celebrity Apprentice down our throats and created the snowball effect that ended, ended up in Donald Trump's presidency. The last time both the actors and the writers went on strike back in 1960, you want to know who the president of the Screen Actors Guild was? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and we all know how that ended up. Now, now, obviously, those two, they're boogeymen for us on the left. But if history were to repeat itself again, well, we now have a Screen Actors Guild union president with a very different background. If we don't stand tall right now, we are all going to be in trouble. We are all going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines and big business. Who cares more about Wall Street than you and your family? Most of Americans don't have more than $500 in, a, in an emergency. This is a very big deal and it weighed heavy on us. But at some point, you have to say, no, we're not going to take this anymore. You people are crazy. That was the nanny herself, Fran Drescher, speaking the truth about this strike. And that's that this is not just about Hollywood. This is about every single industry in this country where the ultra wealthy capitalist class has been squeezing out the middle class for decades, leaving more Americans ready to exercise their collective bargaining power than ever before in our lifetimes. I do think that the capitalist class is making a huge mistake here. Their response to the growing socialist movement in this country is apparently to antagonize the most popular group of people on the planet who are paid millions of dollars specifically for their communication skills. These people feel so invincible that they don't even see the danger in that. 
And I think it's time that we make them start to feel the danger and see what happens if they continue to drive the working class off a cliff. Now, Erica, I know you're no fan of capitalism. So <laughs> are you feeling the same way I am right now? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially with, um, you know, Bob Iger, the Disney CEO saying, you know, this is just, uh, you know, what they're asking is unreasonable. Just kind of shut up, guys. And then also some unnamed uh, studio executives saying that, like, we're going to basically wait out until these people start losing their houses and their jobs and everything like that is diabolical, um, like Disney villain shit right there, you know, <laughs> straight up. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm 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 so encouraged to see that um, the actors and the writers are joining forces um, and that they are going to be able to kind of um, bring the labor movement to the foreground for so many people like these. These are very recognizable faces. These are people that we've seen mm -hmm. and they've been in our lives through, you know, TV and film, all these things. So we are we're going to have a popular connection to this labor movement in a way that the other labor movements um, have not been very, you know, very easy to connect with. So I'm very excited about this. And I think you're totally right to point out that it's a bad fucking call <laughs> for these capitalists to be targeting this group of people specifically. Um, and yeah, just taking a huge shit on their whole, <laughs> whole existences, their whole livelihoods by not coming to the table to bargain. Um, to use some very crude language. <laughs> um, I had seen a, a TikTok where I guess there was a, a and, and please forgive my, I, I'm a little bit behind because I was out of, out of country, but the first time I had really heard about what was going on was I saw a TikTok from somebody who, an actress who was on Orange is the New Black. And uh, I think she was like a repeat face on that show. And I, I know a lot of people had watched that show um, and she shared how much she was making, even though she had been on over a dozen episodes and it was like $10, $20, $11. And this is a recognizable face. You just mentioned that. Um, and they made millions off of that show. I mean, to, to see that they have been vulturing off of creatives for so long and, and made them to not have income from what they depend on running their industry, which is their talent. Like you said, this is the best thing that I feel like could have happened. And um, I'm sorry, I know it's not going to be easy for, for, for them right now. Um, those that are, those that are without jobs right now, those that are without income right now, but like you had mentioned, the collective bargaining power that, that they hold now together is way greater than I think they would have held separately. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, and you, you kind of mentioned it there, Erica, of how like, you know, we're all kind of excited about this because we understand the the implications right, <laughs> a, a, of a movement like this. Um, and quickly, America is getting educated about the implications of a movement like this, about worker solidarity in the in the social media age. Like, again, the last time this happened was the 60s. And you know who they were striking against? The same people who controlled all of the news that America was receiving, you know? But today, yeah. we are seeing a direct, you know, the, the, again, some of the most popular people in the world directly speaking to Americans on social media about solidarity, about the labor movement, some of them going very much full on socialist. Like, it, it is very interesting to see, you know, where the battle lines are being drawn. But the other thing that I've been really interested, like, I've been making content on this, and I don't know if anyone, you know, knows this out there, but if you're a, you know, 
political person on the internet, you typically get a lot of haters, right? Like, like, you, you, I get I get this, a lot of the same people in all my videos who are like, yeah, no, you're, you're an idiot. I have had such little controversy on the videos that I've <laughs> I've made about this. Like the usual pushback that I get on everything. Now there's still, again, some, but like the haters are few and far between on this subject. As I've been saying, this is a right-wing issue as much as it is a left-wing issue. If you care about the free market, then you should care about the ability of workers to collectively organize and negotiate the free market value of their labor. And that is exactly what is going on here. Because for those who are unaware of the specific details, streaming has completely shifted the dynamics of Hollywood. It, that the person who's getting paid, you know, $10, penny, whatever, orange is the new black, they would have been making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars off of those re residuals just 15 years ago, right? It's not like these people are asking for a bigger slice of the pie. They are simply asking for the same slice of the pie that they used to get. And it's not like yeah. these studios aren't making, they're making even more money now. Like it is insane how they've been able to squeeze out everything um, to the point where a lot of these actors, like they, and again, we're not just talking about like the really famous rich ones, like they're fine. They're standing in solidarity with the 160,000 yeah. Screen Actors Guild members. Most of them make less than the average American salary who are background actors, you know, they're, they're part-time roles on your favorite TV shows. They rely on those residuals to get from job to job. And without them, you know, they, they can't. And for all the people who are like, oh, it's a Hollywood. We don't care about Hollywood, those liberal elites. Like, no, these aren't the liberal elites. These are the working class people, you know, <laughs> that we're worried about. Yeah, there's like elites working with them, but the real elites are the producers who are making billions. They are much farther away from you than the millionaire celebrities who you think the elites are. Yeah. And, exactly. and going back to that example that you brought up, Sadia, of, of Orange, uh, Orange is the New Black, like the residuals that that woman was getting, it was like $20 a year for the work mm -hmm. that she had done for so many, so many episodes. Um, and one of the other things that folks are really striking about is the role of AI. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but mm -hmm. um, I didn't realize that part of the reason why this is so threatening is that it's been proposed that people could, actors could be scanned like work one day, one day of work, get paid a hundred dollars to have yourself scanned. And then the studios can use your likeness in films in perpetuity, in perpetuity, you know, like that is one of the most exploitative and horrible and horrifying things that I've ever heard of like, oh, we could literally replace you for a hundred dollars and that's yep. it. Goodbye. <laughs> you know? We don't need you anymore. We're going to keep all of the profits to ourselves. <laughs> Insanity. Yeah, that was the one thing that I was like, I mean, I've, I've been trying the whole AI thing. I run a marketing company, so we use it for random things around, but it does not replace the creative writers that we have on staff. It does not replace the bloggers because if you type it in and it comes out, it looks like uh, it's kind of there, but not all the way. So them trying to replace not only the talents of a writer, or somebody's entire being is so low. Um, and I think that that was one of the things that pushed me over was the audacity of them to say, hey, your likeness is worth this much. And that's that's about it for us. Yeah. 
it, it's not even like the the levels to which they're going because i can understand like hey we want to use ai to create background actors whatever like that's fine right i get that but to say we're going to scan you one time we're going to pay you for one days of work and we are going to own your likeness forever mm -hmm. and Ever. be able to use it as long as we want like no reasonable person would ever hear that and go, yeah, that's a fair deal. Like, no, it wouldn't be. It, I don't know if you guys, have you guys? Yes, yes. Have you yes. Yeah, and you guys are talking about the AI. Like, I can understand using AI to further the filmmaking process. Like, that makes sense. But what we're talking about here is paying a day right to record someone's entire image and likeness and using it in perpetuity forever for free which is just utterly absurd to any normal person looking at this situation and the thing that i think is just so like obnoxious about this is if you guys have watched the most recent season of black mirror spoilers out there for anyone who hasn't seen this episode yet but it's the first episode of the season and the plot revolves around netflix scanning like people's likenesses and using it to create artificial intelligence generated content and how terrible that is for the world. That is the entire plot of this first episode. And I remember sitting there watching it like Netflix. They didn't call it Netflix, but they it was clearly Netflix and Netflix UI in the show. It's on Netflix. And like, I remember watching, I mean, like, I can't like I felt weird. I was like, you're criticizing yourself here, guys. And then this, all of this came out with about the AI thing afterwards. Like, this is literally what you're trying to do. You're putting out a show about how evil this is, profiting off of it and doing it. Like, it is, it's, it, it is levels of, like, if this was a movie and the villain had this plot, you'd be like, oh, well, that's unbelievable. No one's that evil in real life. But <laughs> they are. Like, it's absolutely yeah. crazy. The number one question I get is how do I support writers and actors on strike? Do I cancel my streaming subscription? What do I do? Here's the answer. Neither the Writers Guild nor SAG-AFTRA is calling for a consumer boycott right now. Instead, we're asking people to do three things. One, post on social media, boost our message, say you stand with us. Number two, follow our strike rules. Do not do the work of a striking writer or actor. That's called scabbing. We have facts on our websites that explain exactly what we're asking of non-members and what work we're asking them to refrain from. And finally, and most importantly, donate to the Entertainment Community Fund. This is an incredible nonprofit that supports writers, actors, and any crew member who needs help paying their rent or their medical bills. Every dollar you donate there will go to a writer, actor, or other entertainment worker in need that helps us stay on this picket line longer and that helps us win. We are so grateful to all of you for your support. Thank you so much. And remember, until the strike is settled, there will be no acting and no writing.